start watching football. Are you? I so we watched the Super. We did not get invited to a Super Bowl party. I think there were not that many going on this year, or we're not cool and people don't want us at their parties. There was not because I didn't I, get invited to any either. Well, <laughs> but maybe all three of us are not cool. Anymore yeah, you know what? I didn't. Yeah, party. that's actually very true. Maybe all. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I don't know. My parents always used to do a thing. My aunt used to do a thing. Kara's family usually does a thing. And so my parents usually do a thing. This year they went somewhere else. There was happening. a neighbor that had one and then they went there. I went to my grandpa's house. We had uh pizza and wings. NYPD pizza and wings. Was very good. Nice. Yeah, Dude. Was very good. We got blackjack. We're really into blackjack pizza now. Are you? Blackjack yeah. pizza's good. It's good, man. Well, it's good when you've been eating like Domino's and Pizza Hut for a while. You get blackjack and you're like, wait, this is like, yeah, because isn't blackjack local? I think they're local. Is it really? I don't, I don't think know. they're a national company. Oh, so I think they're at least know. regional, if not local. Um, but super good. They actually have like good wings and mm-hmm. stuff too. They're they're really solid. Um, but so we decided to watch the Super Bowl at home. It was just the two of us, and we watched. Dude, this is the very first time that I have watched. Like we wanted to watch for the commercials because the commercials are always great they weren't really that great this year they were kind of lame like there were some good ones there were some funny ones but most of them were it was either like political ads or it was like just like i don't know sappy ones there were like sad ones dude the one with the guy talking to google about his dead wife and he's like show me photos of me and so i mean that thing was like that thing was like feels upon feels upon feels. That, and yeah. I'm just like, why am I crying with a piece of pizza in my mouth right now? Watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that one could have that could have been a movie. I don't know what yeah. that was. That was weird. It I, was, I mean, man, that was like really intense. It was, it was like me a good, and Carl were just like, yeah. that was that was too heavy. Yeah, that was so. I mean, it was heavy. like a well done commercial. It was really good. Like you can give them props for that, but damn, like, but it wasn't funny. Yeah. The 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 best Super Bowl commercials are the ones that are freaking hilarious. True. Because they have to pay so much money to get on the Super Bowl that they're like, we might as well just go crazy with our budget here. Just go for it. And just make something amazing. But anyway, that was the very first Super Bowl where I've watched the entire game. Or not the very first Super Bowl, the very first football game on TV where I've watched every single play. I watched all of it, dude. Like I've never done that and because I don't watch sports and it's not, I mean, I didn't play any sports when I was in school other than like I ran and cross country and track and stuff, but you can't watch that stuff on TV. Yeah. Uh, and why would you like, that's so boring. And they have that at like the Olympics and that's it. Yeah. But I think I might wa- start watching football because I was really enjoying it. That game is complicated. A lot of it is kind of like paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. Kind of, you know, but like in a way it's like really complicated paper, rock, scissors, you know, it's basically like, we're going to do this hoping that they do this because each, every single play, you kind of have an opportunity to be like, all right, what are we going to do this time? Assuming that they possibly do this, we'll try to do this. And then sometimes it works out for you. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you have to, you have to make a decision in the moment after the play has already started, which dude, it's just fun. It's fun because like, it's all these like split second decisions and it all happens 
in a matter of like five seconds a lot of the time, you know? It's really fun. Yeah. And then there was halftime show. There was. Which was, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been it, a little controversial. Uh, yeah. Which I don't understand why it's so controversial, honestly. It, like, there was, a, there was a Super Bowl where Janet Jackson's boob was all yeah, the way out. It was literally completely out. And like, that was in 2004. And I saw that shit. That was shit. 16 Did you years see ago. Did you yeah. actually watch yeah. that? Dude, I still oh, remember six, it. Dude, there was there was a Super Bowl where it cut. Remember when the Arizona yeah, Cardinals yeah, yeah, yeah. and it cut to a porno scene. Yeah, if you had Comcast. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, had, yeah. It wasn't all of them. We didn't have it because we we were watching it, it on like Cox or something. I was but, watching it on Cox too. But, but if you yeah, were on Comcast, if you were on Comcast, it went. To the porno, it went to. Dude. So like this has been something that has happened over and over again. I, to be, I mean, they're I don't always know. kind of provocative in the Super Bowl halftime. They show. are, but the I thing mean, is, Adam Levine was like. He was Freaking, completely. You could like see the that weird V thing on his pelvis last year because yeah. his pants were so low, and then he wasn't wearing a shirt. Yeah, like how's that not? You know. Yeah. You telling me? I don't know, man. I mean, my thought, like the thing is, is if if Shakira or J Lo does a concert, it's gonna look like that. Pretty it's much, no yeah. different. Like when you watch the Black Eyed Peas with Fergie, or which Fergie has done halftime halftime shows before, or at yeah. least one that I know of. Um, Lady Gaga, all of them. Like, you know, I. That's just the way it goes because it's a whole show. It's a whole thing. And they're. I mean, I mean, it's not. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, it seems like the biggest complaint is, oh, my kids were watching, yeah. and you got these two women shaking their booties on the screen, and yeah. I don't want my kids watching that. Well, it's like. Dude, <laughs> that's what happens every you, single halftime show. It's the yeah. They've got stuff like that going on. If it's not the person in the middle, it's the backup dancers or it's the yeah. you know like it's what sells. I happens. mean, they they know that, that's and that's sells. why they get them. That's why you're not seeing, you know, the friggin' Beach Boys right up on halftime show because no, right. I mean, it, like I think I think it'd be great if if they had like a rock concert you know yeah. they have freaking like a kiss reunion or something they like, did red hot red hot chili peppers they, a few years ago they did but that was a joke though because it was paired with two other artists and it just it, it was overshadowed by yeah, the other artists were, well and plus everybody was like hey is their stuff not actually plugged in yeah Remember? and yeah, then they were like the whole... yes it's not plugged in like that's the way it goes at the super bowl they pre-record it yeah because they can't have sound issues during the super bowl halftime show yeah, yeah. At least uh, the vocals are all live, but everything else is usually but pre-recorded. The, yeah. And I, I don't know. I thought I, it was a great show. I mean, I thought it was good. In I terms mean, of like putting on a performance, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen Shakira in 12 years, you yeah. know, since she was doing Hipstone Live back in when I was in high school. Yeah. You know, I didn't even realize she was still to be like, honest, I didn't doing know stuff, you know? Yeah. But you know what? She was, she was really good. Yeah. She was really good. J-Lo was really Dude, good, she's too. she's 50 years old. Like, it's crazy. She's 50. Shakira's 43. Yeah. Like, they're both... And you know what? Good on them. They yeah. both look really good. They they can dance. They can sing. I mean, the stuff that Shakira was doing, those were crazy dance moves. Yeah. And then she's, like, singing and stuff, too. I don't know. I mean, I, whatever. It doesn't... I mean, we don't have to get I into get, the details, but, yeah. like, the whole thing I mean, was a great performance, I thought. Like I, yeah, 100%. And I kind of come from the idea that it's like, you know what? There wasn't nudity. Okay. There wasn't right. like something really obscene that happened. No. I think that, um, 
you know, for example, you know, I, I get, and I totally get like the people that I've seen, like the fathers saying like their daughters, you know, like their young daughters watching this and stuff. Like they don't want their daughters to be objectified. I get that. Like, yeah, I mean, and I'm not even a father, but I get like what they're saying. You know, it's like my sisters, like I wouldn't want them on that stage dancing like that. And it's probably hypocritical for me to be like, well, it's a great halftime show, but I wouldn't want one of my family members to be doing that. But right. I just feel like if, if, you know, I mean, like I said, there wasn't like actual nudity or anything like that. And honestly, most of these shows that you go like these concerts that kids go to anyway, they're going to have this kind of stuff. I think Absolutely. the line for me is the guy that was suing the NFL. It just came out today for 837. I think it was 837 trillion dollars because what? his son, because his son was 13 and had to watch it. And there was no um, warning beforehand. Like that's, Dude, just okay. get off. $830 trillion? Like, yeah, like more than our okay. national debt by like <laughs> a large number. He's suing the NFL. Oh, yeah. because And it's like, dude. Good luck, buddy. Like, you know what? If you didn't like it, I'm sorry. But we also live in a free country where like there's certain parameters. And those parameters, they fell under those parameters. And you can watch you can things change that are actually channel. a lot more inappropriate than that. Just watching network television on a, a random yeah. primetime night. Hundred percent, all the time. You yeah, know? I mean, I get. You got to know that, like, there's gonna be a store. You know, there's gonna be a show. It's probably not gonna be super friendly for kids. Like, yeah, that's just that's the way that the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. almost always is lately, especially. They just. It's, I mean, they do what the J- the Janet Jackson thing was like. Well, that was two thousand four. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah that, that was, like was sixteen years 16 ago. Sixteen years ago. Yeah. I mean, they, They've always tried They've to push always, the envelope yeah, because true. It's, it's the most people watching that performance yeah. of any performance of the whole year, you know? And so they're always trying to push the envelope and stuff. It's not like there was a time where this stuff was like more conservative, really. I mean, yeah. And that's just, that's just the entertainment industry for you. It is. And maybe that's a whole other, other discussion of, oh, we don't want women being objectified, blah, blah, blah. But at the same yeah. time, there's another discussion that a lot of, you know, uh, feminists or people will have saying, you know, well, this is just a celebration of them getting to dress how they want and express themselves how they want. And people should be OK with that, too. You know, and yeah. so it's not them being over sexualized. It's them being open with their sexuality. You know, it's so, yeah, y- you know. At a certain point, it's, it's almost like a wash where you're yeah. just like, that was the performance. Moving on. And that's the biggest thing is like moving on, dude. Like <laughs> a lot of these people are just like, that, that was the worst thing. Ever. And it's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe it was. Mm. But yeah. what really happened? Because I can tell you right now, if your 13-year-old boy has a smartphone, he can find a lot worse <laughs> shit on. I'm sorry to break that to anyone that doesn't realize that. Oh, you can boy. find just about anything for free that you want online. Oh boy, yeah, that's and yeah, and so I mean, if you really think that just you know watching a halftime show is really what did it in for him, he's you're surrounded every day by stuff like that, and you can easily find it online. Yeah, if um, you're gonna survive in this world, you gotta know that. You're going to run it, into sexually charged 
things from time to time. It yeah. didn't feel that sexually charged to me. Honestly, I was just I listening. I was listening to songs that I haven't heard in, like you said, 12 years. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Hips Don't Lie still a song that you can sing and not look like a loser? Like, this is sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was kind of like, this is cool, man. Like, I, I haven't heard these songs in a long time, you know? Um, didn't she? St- didn't J-Lo do Jenny from the Block, too? Yeah. That was yeah. That was pretty cool. And then Shakira was playing the drums. I, yeah, I did notice that, dude. She's playing the drums. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, it was, I don't know. It was good. Cara I, and I were like, we were just kind of like, that was cool. I, I was indifferent about it. Like, cool. The whole good gold for them. and silver like, thing was cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, it was, I mean, last year or the year before, there was one where like the audio was really bad on it. Hmm. So then you're like watching it and you're like, I can't even hear what's going on at this halftime show and stuff. So we were just happy that like, you could pretty much hear everything that was going on. Everything went off without a hitch, and it was a cool show, you know. Um, <laughs> I saw like a like a little short like Twitter post. It was like a little short video, and it was just like a guy. It was like backup dancers for the halftime show, and it was like a guy like walking up down like a hallway, and he like stops at this little sign on the wall, and it's like, "Do not drop J Lo," and then you're just like okay and he just like goes through the door like he's gonna go out onto the halftime show right then and there but it was like because she was getting picked up by all these dudes and carried around and stuff right do not drop j-lo do not drop (laughs) j-lo that is your only that's that's your your only only job here do just do not drop her so it's good yeah man well let's get right into it let's do it uh welcome to the whiskey boys podcast i'm shane and i'm john and this is the podcast where we drink whiskey, and these days we drink a lot more whiskey than we used more. to. Yes, not that we've been doing this for a long time, but we are—we have changed up the uh, the format just a little bit. A little we, bit. We tried this last episode and we loved it, so we're doing it again. Cheers. Three whiskeys on yeah. the table. Three whiskeys. And uh, so we're we're going with the. Well, we'll we'll get into them a little bit later. Yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna be tasting them. We're gonna be trying them out and. Talking comparing through them a little, a little bit, bit yeah. and uh, yeah, maybe comparing they're, a little. They're bit. They're similar in a way, but very different. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. But uh, in the meantime, um, I think you were saying that you had a work yeah, story. I do. I do have a work story. Um, pretty crazy. So um, it uh, it ended up working out very well. So just as I tell this story, for those of you that are going <laughs> to okay. be on the edge of your seat, well, um, apparently I am so, too. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> It, Spoilers. It, does, it does have a good ending. No. Um, so today um, we had one of our trucks, uh, well, not one of our personal company trucks, but we had uh, an employee's vehicle get stolen from the parking lot um, at the fabrication shop. Somebody, somebody stole an employee's truck out of the parking out lot of, at your, at at, your work. Yeah, like, at the... Yeah. So yeah. Well, so we have the office and we have the fabrication shop. So this was over at the fabrication shop and, um, yeah, we were just, uh, I happened to be over there. Um, I was using a forklift. I had to return it. Um, I was over, I was using a forklift from the fab shop over in my shop. Uh, I went over and took it back and that's why I was over there at the time. And, uh, one of the, the fab shop manager came running out and, uh, he was looking for the guy that drives this truck. His name's Justin. Um, he's the, uh, he's the foreman of the fab shop and he uh he's one of the welders and yeah he was on the forklift and the fab shop manager came out and he goes dude where's justin he a came, different forklift 
a different or you guys forklift, driving a different, together? No, actually, no, we were not driving together. We have two different forklifts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I clarify that. Um, so, so he, uh, so he goes running. Out. He's like, "Where, where the fuck is Justin at?" And we're like, well, "All right, what's going on?" Like we, we didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And then, um, and then we're like, "Dude, he's on the forklift over there." And then freaking, he goes finds him. He goes, "Dude, your truck is gone." And then we're like, "What the fuck?" And then Steve who is our kind of like uh, parts guy in, in the fabrication shop. Uh, he was like, he's like, dude, I just saw Justin's truck drive away. And then we like all like immediately run out there. Um, Eric uh, and Justin hop in uh, Eric's truck and they go chase after him. Like we what, didn't really see where it went. It? This was at like 1030 in the morning. Um, what the hell? Just dude, broad daylight. Someone just no, walked dude, into the Walked na- up. The, the truck was locked. Um and walked and didn't break any glass, nothing like that. Just started it up and drove it boosted out. Boosted it, dude. And wow. um and so then they got in the truck, they took off, and then uh, another guy in the fab shop, he also uh got in his vehicle and, and took off after it. Uh, it was like this is this crazy thing. So then um I mean at that point we didn't really know what happened. I mean, we just knew the truck got stolen and then yeah. they were gone. Like they were just trying to figure cuz there's three different ways you could go out of that uh, out of that shop. Right. And so um so you just kind of have to guess. I mean, you isn't just, aviation's right there. Yeah, so we're you right off aviation. On, you could yeah. jump right on aviation, hit the gas there cuz that's yeah. that goes pretty quick. Yeah, you can easily do that. And then there's easy access either off of aviation or if you go down 34th and continue to the uh, overpass, you can easily get on I10 within like 10 minutes. So Jeez. that was kind of their thought was like we got to get to I10 cuz that's probably where the truck is at. Like it's probably heading south to oh Mexico was the idea. And, um, but the good thing is long story short, um, about three hours. So the cops were called, of course, we put it like everyone in the company, put it all over social media, you know, Hey, if you see this truck, you know, this and that, um, the, uh, uh, the cops were called, of course, uh, police report was filed within, I would say probably 45 minutes. Um, and about two and a half hours later or whatever, it was recovered at the, uh, I'm blanking on the name, but there's a port of entry um, down off of I-19, and it's uh, oh, going in. Um, is it the Mariposa one? Mariposa. Yeah, the Mariposa port of entry, and uh, they stopped it there, and they got So the they were guys. literally trying to, like, leave the country yeah, with that truck? Yeah, they were trying to leave the country with that truck, yeah. Is it a nice truck? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, uh, I want to say it's an 08. Well, okay. I mean, it would be kind of silly if it was like a shitty truck. Oh right? yeah. No, it was, uh, it's like a, I want to say it's an O, maybe an O six, uh, F two or F three fifty diesel, um, lifted nice tires, nice wheels. Nice. I mean, the dude takes care of it. It's a, it's a nice, it's, a, it's his baby. You know, it's what Justin drives. I mean, you know, if you see that truck driving, you know, Justin's driving it wow. kind of thing, you know, it's kind of like got that identity oh to gosh. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it does have a, ha- well, somewhat happy ending, but yeah, the fact that they, you know, they did apprehend it at the border before it crossed. They supposedly, from what I heard, they got the guys. I don't know 100% if that's true or not. Um, I kind of heard that like through the grapevine, but, um, as far as I know, the truck is back and, uh, they got the guys. So, and the truck obviously was driving, so it wasn't like stripped or anything like that. Like it was still right. Yeah. Cause Um, you guys had another truck that was stolen. Like, what was it? It was a guy that like 
drove a company truck and he had it at his house, right? Yeah, because some Someone of our service guys, yeah, because they'll be on call and they take service right. calls at yeah, any yeah. time of night, so they have to have their trucks at their houses. And yeah, the it got. That was the stolen. one that has like the the big toolbox on it, yep. and it's got like a like a ladder rack, rack for, like yeah, ladder pipe stuff. ladders, all that stuff. So yeah. it's like ready to go. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, someone that stole thing, that. Someone stole that, and that thing we found. They found it like the next day, just completely stripped. I mean, all the locks were drilled out, all the tools were gone, the ladder rack was gone, all the stuff on the inside was gone. Did they try to take that one across the border too? Yeah, I think so because the we we think they did because the letters of our company name were scratched off. So it looked oh, like okay. they had probably tried to scratch it Where off did so they that find they could it? like. Actually, it's funny. Well, not funny, but they found it in the desert, like within a mile of our shop. Like, yeah, like it wasn't far from our shop. So we think that they probably tried to take it. They took it somewhere, stripped everything, and then realized that their work that they had done to take the lettering off just made it look worse. Right. And then they realized, well, now this is going to look like a stolen truck. So then they just dumped it. So yeah how do people do that man i don't know because they're experts have alarms on them and stuff right yeah uh not well yeah our work trucks do uh most of them do probably justin's did too i would imagine his alarm his was definitely locked i know everyone yeah he he locks it every day but yeah i mean dude the the thing is like the like with our one truck that was stolen at the guy's house um our service truck it was it was like uh he had a camera facing the truck and it was within 30 seconds from the time that the guy went to the door to the time the truck drove away. I mean, it, it wasn't even that long. I mean, dude, that's nuts. I don't even know how people learn how to do that stuff. Probably. Yeah. Cause I'm not a criminal, but <laughs> yeah, it's not my, it's not my profession. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not, not really. good at it. Yeah. I've tried to slim Jim a door and it took me 45 minutes and I just gave up. <laughs> It was a truck that was the keys were locked in it at work, and I was just like, I didn't even know how. Dude, I spent so I cut my hands and everything, dude, oh trying gosh. to, you know, because the Slim Jims are yeah, just yeah. Sl- thin pieces of metal, you know, yeah. look like a total noob, you know. These guys go up in four seconds, you know, so pop fast. the lock. Yeah, like, that's insane. But, but yeah, so anyway, that's they just the, done it a million times. So they yeah, know. exactly. That's the thing, dude. Like these guys, who knows? Like that's why I'm glad they caught them. Supposedly, what? I mean, if that's what actually ended up happening. But I know that they recovered the truck. So it has a happy ending, but you know, still crazy, dude. Within, f- like, dude, within less than a minute. That's what you get for driving. Everything a nice changed. Vehicle. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's why I drive yeah. a shitty car. Well, I mean, mine's not like it's not like shitty. It's not, that but bad. like it's not that bad. No. But it's not. It's not. Doesn't look like a nice vehicle. It doesn't look like something that somebody's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna try to steal that thing. You know, like it's just kind of like your average vehicle you know right nobody cares about stealing that thing yeah sometimes i'll leave my entire drum set in my car all day while i'm at work it'll be parked in the best buy parking lot i'll forget to take it out of my car the night before whatever and then i'm like ah shit i don't have time to do that now so i'll just leave it in my car as long as it's not like 110 outside yeah but also i'm like who's gonna run off with my drum set you know like who's gonna break into my car and be like i'm gonna steal this whole drum set in this hardware box that weighs 150 pounds you know <laughs> like, it's who's, true who's gonna who's gonna even care about that stuff yeah that is true i feel like that's the way it is with your the, car too it's eh, kinda, a little bit it's it's, it's an had, unassuming vehicle you yeah, know like it's not it's, a flashy vehicle right yeah it's definitely something where 
you know, I mean, if they broke in, if they broke in and took it, that would really suck, obviously, because I wouldn't have a vehicle. But, um, yeah. like, I mean, if they broke in just to steal stuff, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I don't know really what you're going to – I don't have valuables in there most right. of the time. I don't have, like, a nice deck. You know, it's still, like, the original, like – yeah do i have a tape player in my car <laughs> like i still have a damn tape player yeah. in my car like, who cares and yeah. an am fm radio like that's it so no cds that's just so ballsy to walk into dude walk into parking a parking lot, lot. yeah like, and anybody it's, could be in the parking lot yeah yeah there's like you seven gotta or eight cars there. watching it for a few days or something i think they so yeah that's new when that's they, kind of when our show up. yeah that's kind of our our guess is that they were probably casing it for a while they probably watched when he leaves when he comes back and they knew like okay he just dropped you know he just got out of it let's go there's at least you know, a little bit of time right now hey, there's no one there let's go if you're that quick at stealing a car you might as well put in a little bit of time to make sure it's not gonna be an issue you yeah because i mean <laughs> There's a good chance you're gonna end up getting shot or something. <laughs> Dude, steal a vehicle yeah. like that. You know, it's a very real uh, possibility. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm glad it uh, turned out okay. Yeah, yeah. I was happy because he's a super good dude. So I felt really bad for him, and it was so it was good to, you know, that that it worked out the way that it did. You do, know. Do you know if he already got it back or? I don't know. I'm assuming that investigation stuff, like they might try to use this for, you know. They might have to keep it for a day or something yeah. just to like go I mean, granted, like I said, they got the guys, so I can't imagine there's a whole lot of stuff they need the truck for. I mean, I would, you know, since they yeah. have the guys already, but that's the kind they... of thing you're, you're just like, imagine, dude, you're just like, cool, you got my truck back. And they're like, yeah, we need to keep it for two weeks, though, because it's like part of this like crime because because they're like now. evidence yeah it's like evidence now uh there might be a lot more miles on it when you get it back but like uh, I, don't wanna, uh, but uh, I gotta go to the lake with my family this weekend so and i want a truck <laughs> i need a truck for that so, uh, so messed up that would be that's like a ferris bueller situation right taking the taking the ferrari out for a spin yeah so. yeah man well cool well yeah. I, well i'm uh I'm I'm sipping on this whiskey here. Before we get into yeah. our our main topic, let's let's talk a little bit about this uh, this whiskey that we got. Cause yeah, I'm uh, I'm sipping on it and it is pretty good. Pretty good. So today we have I don't know if we already said this, but we have three. Well, we we did we say did. we have three, yeah. but uh, three scotches specifically. I don't know if we right. Yeah, they're all that. scotches so today. We it's have like all a, scotches. Like a themed episode. It's a themed episode. Yeah. So um we have um just kind of going down the line here we have the first one is highland park 12 which is a single malt scotch okay um and it is slightly peated uh which is <laughs> you laugh you're peated <laughs> stupid <laughs> ass <laughs> you... <laughs> i don't know why that sounds like you're peated you're pe- like it's an insult you're <laughs> you're, you're peated <laughs> This is the slightly malted, uh, slightly slightly peated, slightly peated scotch. Slightly peated. You're scotch. slightly peated, guy. You're slightly it's peated. It's kind of like you're, if you're salty. You that you're you mossy bitch. You mossy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know, because Ma- the peat is it's moss. Yeah, so. yeah. I know. I know what peat is. You stupid <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> you mossy, mossy bitch. bitch dude like michael guard you should put that on a t-shirt dude 
mossy bitch. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Maybe that'll be our merch. <laughs> when we when we come out with with uh, Whiskey Boys podcast shirts, they'll just say mossy bitch on them with the <laughs> yeah. Whiskey Boys logo. Or Moss Boss. Dude, Moss Boss. <laughs> I think you're really into peated whiskeys for some reason. That's so niche, too. It is. Be like, it's like such a, I'm really into peated whiskeys yeah. only. Only. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways, <clears throat> so this is a single malt. It's a twelve year. Um, it's it's peated, which means that the barley is is smoked, uh, or the the yeah the barley is smoked using uh, peat uh, moss, as Shane so mm. so <laughs> elegantly put it. Um, so so yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, and then the next is uh, actually your bottle that you uh, contributed tonight. Yeah. It's the uh, monkey shoulder, which is, I mean, honestly, dude, I agree with you. This is, has to be one of the best, um, I don't want to say budget, but entry level it's not, scotches. I mean, it just, it tastes so good and it's not that expensive. Right. Like it was like 31 or $32 at total wine, which is like really not bad not if bad you're just trying to get jump up above that like kind of really like lowest level of whiskey if you want to just kind of get the next step up like it's really not bad at all no and so this one is blended so this is blended so it's not single malt. no so this is blended malt scotch which i guess is a perfect segue into the difference between blended and single malt scotch so malt meaning 100 percent barley um you as know, opposed like, to like bourbon that's like yeah. at least 50 percent corn corn yeah so you have so you have corn wheat rye and barley okay. those are your four main grains um that make up whiskey and so scotch is always going to be malt which is just meaning 100 percent barley okay so you have both of these are malt whiskeys so they're 100 percent barley both of them single meaning from one distillery so Highland Park 12 was made at one distillery called Highland Park. Monkey okay. Shoulder is blended, which means that is made up of multiple different distilleries distilling distilling malt whiskey. So in How many? This one has I believe it's 3 uh total that are that make up Monkey Shoulder. Do they ever do like a like is it ever like 10? <laughs> I actually like don't that? know. That's actually a good question. I it Seems I like the more distilleries it is the cheaper your cost would be potentially potentially yeah throwing more in there you could make it cheaper or you could at least get more flavor profiles if you do like more combinations or something yeah i don't know it's possible i'm not sure there there must be some rule like it can't be more than four or something like that yeah there there may be uh yeah i'm not sure i always have all kinds of weird rules with whiskey and uh, that actually brings us to the next whiskey because um, I do know that one of the whiskeys in Monkey Shoulder uh, that makes up one of the three is Glenfiddich, which is what we have here. Now, I actually don't know if Glenfiddich 12 is the actual one that goes into um, uh, Monkey, Monkey Shoulder. Shoulder, but it is it is Glenfiddich, Glenn and, and this is one okay. of the one of the lower end Glenfiddichs you can buy. Like they have the Glenfiddich. 12 15 18 21 and it goes up from there so i i would i'm pretty sure it's the glenfiddich 12 that goes into monkey shoulder but that is one of them so glenfiddich 12 is a single malt scotch so again it's just like the highland park except 
that's the crazy thing is just on face value they're both single malt scotches that are 12 years old yet they're vastly different they're they're totally different in, yeah. in flavor they taste different yeah and taste and color in everything so um really cool so it's it's a, a scotch heavy episode obviously um yeah as you can tell the, the highland park's a little bit darker a little bit um yeah. you get a little bit of that more i don't know kind of a caramely looking brown to it as opposed to like almost like a crisp apple you know like what you would think i guess from the glenfiddich yeah the apple glenfiddich it looks like apple juice kind of does doesn't it yeah it does not taste like apple juice it does not it actually has some apple flavor. for everybody I mean, uh, kinda... listening at home it, it does not taste like apple juice it does not it tastes like whiskey you do not want to give this to your child as a juice substitute i mean <laughs> what oh yeah i mean well, yeah are you gonna give <laughs> yeah. holy shit no, i don't kidding. have kids i don't know how that i don't works. know i yeah, don't know they probably can have whatever yeah you can give them whatever like it's a bottle you probably give them a lot of alcohol when they're young and it doesn't affect their brain at all no not at all i'm not a scientist i'm not a scientist um so yeah so what is okay so we've been sipping on them for a little while here so what is your favorite think it's probably the glenfiddich really yeah i mean i I like i really like the monkey shoulder value for money it's the monkey shoulder to me true because it's so cheap i mean both of these bottles well i don't i'm just looking at this highland park bottle it's super fancy i'm i'm assuming it's got to be like that's in the 60 dollar range yeah and how much is the glenfiddich glenfiddich is usually about 30 Oh really? Thirty to forty. Yeah, it's not. It's not too much. No, it's not that mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, it, it's it definitely just a budget scotch. It looks like a fancy scotch. bottle, so like, yeah, it looks like well, it would cost more. And they've Glenfiddich is known for their three, their triangular shaped oh, yeah, bottle. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. what pretty much Glenfiddich so cool. does. So it kind of unique to them. I guess I just assume too, if you're getting single malt, it's just going to be more expensive too. Traditionally, it is. Um, you know i think for the most part but you know um but dude like honestly i I really like the monkey shoulder as far as blended scotches go i think as scotch in general i will almost always gravitate towards having someone try monkey shoulder if it's like their first time trying scotch scotch. it's a great place to start it is um it's just so it's like really smooth it's it's not as much that it's smooth it's that it's really it's sweet it's got like this really nice sweetness to it. Um, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know what, what it is. It's like almost like a vanilla or like this a caramel. Like caramel, yeah. A lot of caramel it's notes. Definitely a caramel um, note in there. And um, and some apple. Some I think there's even slight cinnamon. Honestly, if you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of you. I get a little bit of a cinnamon thing when you knows it and almost like yeah as you knows it yeah (laughs) we're using those glenn karen glasses again where you can basically just stick your nose in the end of it and smell the thing um almost get like a like dried fruits like peach like if you got like a peach almost it's weird man like it's crazy when you start getting into some of these scotches just the flavor profiles on these is it's just interesting to me that you can have something like monkey shoulder that's blended and then it's it's like well what blended out of what and they're like well we just have like we blended it from like other stuff 
you know, I guess you can find out like exactly what distilleries yeah. came from, but like, it still seems strange to me that it's just like, yeah, we like, we got whiskey from like other companies that make whiskey and then we blended them together and made our own whiskey. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't seem like it should be an acceptable practice, but yeah. Okay. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty common. I mean, most um most of your bourbons in the US are made that same way, especially when it's not like main um you know, like your, I don't know, your your Jack Daniels or your Jim Beam or you know those main ones. Um a lot of your more smaller I guess lack of a better term, um smaller distilleries, uh they'll actually just buy or whiskey companies, I guess, because they're not technically distilling their own stuff, but they uh, they'll actually go through and they'll buy. Uh, if there's uh, there's one distillery in Indi- in Indiana, and then there's another one, I believe, in Kentucky, and they just they just sell to those companies. So like, I don't know what a percent what percentage, but there's a good majority of bourbons on the shelf in America that are from one main distillery, and then they just take the barrels or the, the whiskey and they just age them in their own barrels for a certain amount of time. And then they just release kind of get their way. own flavoring yeah. on them and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty common practice. That feels less, you know, authentic, authentic or <laughs> romantic or something. It feels less like, yeah, this was like a, you know, like that, like that scene in parks and recreation where, where, uh, Ron goes to Scotland and he goes to the Lagavulin distillery. Well, but for that, Lagavulin is a single malt scotch. Yeah. And so it would peated be too. Oh, it is peated. Mm-hmm. You're fucking peated. <laughs> mossy bitch. You mossy bitch. You mossy bitch. <laughs> what does Michael Gard say? That's a that's a thick bitch. He's a thick bitch. <laughs> he's a he's a thick bitch. I can't wait to get Michael Gard on this yeah, uh, right. freaking podcast, dude. We gotta have him on here eventually because he is just a he's just a hilarious person. I can't wait to have him sitting in that chair with us. Um, uh, yeah he he goes to the Lagavulin thing, but they they would probably be distilling. There's no way to know. Like they might not even be distilling their own stuff. They are. They've Log- got to be Log- right. Lagavulin is. I mean, like I'm saying, it's it's not your major companies. It's not your McAllen, your you know M- Viking Honor, your your Glenfiddich, and you know it's going to be your smaller. Not. The and, smaller ones yeah. are the ones that are potentially. Yeah, it's going to be your outsourcing hey, the actual yeah distilled because, product and then doing their own aging. Yeah, because you figure if if you and I right now wanted to start our own whiskey company, we would have to wait at least. In America, we'd have to wait at least three years before our whiskey that we distill today is legally considered bourbon that we can sell on the shelf because you have to age it for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So if, I, if you and I can go to a company and say, hey, we're going to buy some of your already aged whiskey, we're going to throw it in a barrel for a year, marry it with other flavor, you know, port barrels, wine, you know, uh, sherry casks, whatever. You do that and you marry them together and you create this like really unique whiskey. Well, now, you know, instead of waiting three years, we've only waited one year, and now we're selling a whiskey within that time. 
Yeah. And so that's why they do it. I mean, that's kind of the whole premise behind it. Ground. Just get off the ground. And then once you do that, I mean, then you're, you can start looking at distilling your own stuff. And I guess then, it's, it's just a whole other process or a whole other, um, like logistical thing starting a distillery though. Like yeah. if you're just aging, you know, whiskey that's already been distilled, then you don't have to nearly, you don't have to have nearly as many resources or facilities to do that kind of thing. Right. That makes sense. Well, I don't know. I, I, I do like the Highland park and you can taste that. It, it's got that, that kind of, heated thing going on that like yeah kind of smoky yeah. sort of thing um it's a, like we were saying it's a little bit darker and stuff but yeah. it, it does taste that way too mm-hmm. i don't know i mean it's I, good I, you know i was drinking monkey shoulder last night i mean it's my it's one of my favorite whiskeys to drink because it's <laughs> and like whenever i'm going to like a like a gathering or like i'm going over to a friend's house and we're gonna be like you know, you know, we're going over to a buddy's house and we're going to have dinner with him and his wife or like whatever it is. I'll usually pick up like a bottle of monkey shoulder if we're going to drink some whiskey while I'm there. Cause it's just easy to drink. It tastes good. It's easy to drink. And, uh, it's kind of that it doesn't cost a ton. So you can kind of go like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it here. Enjoy, you know? And it's yeah. sort of like an easy kind of like, uh, you know, dinner favor to, to leave behind. And to enjoy while you're there. Yeah, for sure. So it's definitely one of my, it's probably my first pick, which is probably no surprise since I brought it, but yeah, the other ones are super good too. Yeah. Well, and that, uh, that actually brings us to, I think what might be a really cool segment for us to start doing on this uh, podcast. Um, Jason, uh, who is my brother-in-law, well, technically he's like my brother-in-law's brother but still brother-in-law whatever um he's he's my he's my brother-in-law um so jason he uh he texted me with uh kind of what could be this new segment of fan mail which uh you need to have fans and you know stuff (laughs) yeah Uh, you can't really i mean we haven't ever thought about having fan mail because we you have to have people listening before you can have fans yeah you need to have like whatever you might be doing yeah right so yeah. So he uh so he sent possibly the first question, so we're gonna answer it today. Um so Jason, you asked uh how many bottles of whiskey do I personally own and that number is twenty eight. Twenty eight. Twenty eight bottles. Yep. We didn't even do a drum roll on there. Just there it is. There it is. <laughs> just tw- dude, tw- I'm bottles. just you know what? I'm I'm just proud. Is that including all of your little your your bottles for ants? Fuck no, it doesn't actually shit. <laughs> Your little tiny bottles, so those count. Hold on, I, I feel like those have got to so count. So just keep talking. I'm gonna count them. So All right. you can talk about well, the new segment possibly. All right, yeah, we'll talk about the new segment in a little bit. I'll also tell you, Jason, in case you wanted to know, I have four bottles of whiskey. I know you didn't ask, and uh, you know that is what it is. But uh, and two of those bottles are actually here at this house right now. But that's fine. You know, I I. I have as many as I need for the time being, and I wouldn't necessarily call myself a whiskey collector yet, which is definitely what John is. Um, so what's the final number, John? So including my small bottles? <laughs> he's got these bottles. He's got these mini bottles over there. Yeah, we talked shooters. about them before, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, well, And then I actually have like... They're like little travel bottles. I have these Glen Morangi, uh, which is another scotch. 
Mm-hmm. There's four of them, and they're about this tall. Oh. So for those of you that can't see, they're about six inches tall. Like so they're not bottles. they're not shooters, and they're not full bottles. They're yeah. just like these little mini. Anyway, forty. Forty, including those, Look and including that. the Glen Morange. I forgot about those totally. That's a lot of whiskey. Yeah. So forty, Someone's but anyway, so so yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> shut up, dude. I'm I know. Not. I know you're. Co- you know. Well, so many of these bottles have like a lot of whiskey still in them. Yeah. Well, because over the course of three or four years, I've collected. You know, without drinking a ton, I don't drink a lot of whiskey. I just enjoy whiskey from time to time. So yeah. I end up buying a bottle and then it sits. You know, and then and then I just refill the ones. You know, I go out and buy you know like four roses or something. I've gone through maybe two or three bottles of that because sure. it's just easy. You yeah, know, it's right. Good, good drinking. Well, this Highland Park is almost full. Yeah, and that's that's the original. That's the only bottle I bought of that, and that was like three years ago. Yeah. And it's almost still full. So Yeah, it's been sitting for a long time. Glad we were able to break it out today. Yeah. Well, so, if you want to submit, you know, fan questions fan or fan... Qu- yeah. We don't even want to say fan questions. If you're, if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to submit a question for us to potentially answer on an episode, uh, you can DM us on Instagram at... Uh, shout out to at Whiskey Boys Podcast. Uh on uh, it's on actually just whiskey boys pod on instagram yeah and i think it's uh at whiskey boys pod i think it might be the same on yeah. on twitter on uh twitter yeah yeah we currently have zero followers on twitter so uh you could be the first yeah if you want to go ahead and follow us on twitter you can definitely go for it i don't know that many people that use twitter i don't really use twitter ever. <laughs> i i'm on it quite a bit but Hardly anybody I know is on it. Like I follow other people that I don't know on Twitter. Right. I don't have uh, my own Twitter. I just have I just have the the podcasts Twitter on my phone. I don't have right regular Twitter. Yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty quiet on the on the podcast Twitter. <laughs> which yeah, which I mean honestly, it's a, it's a little a bit of a segue. Into fantastic our, segue, yeah. unintentionally. So Jason, thank you real quick. By the way, uh, appreciate possibly throwing in a new segment there. Appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely, that's yeah. awesome um so yeah main topic main topic we're talking about technology technology the ever-reaching fingers of technology into our minds and our lives the bane of some people's existence (laughs) we were an analog civilization and now we're a digital civilization yes we are i mean sometimes i just i just wish that i still lived in an analog world man i mean back then a toaster was a toaster a fork was a fork i don't know why i'm only naming food related things but you didn't have to worry about programming anything you didn't have to worry about updates 80 years ago if you told somebody this thing needs an update they'd be like what are you talking about the hell that is not a that is not a word that we use at all what is what the is printing press need new blocks? Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. I don't know how printing presses work, so I believe what, what you said was accurate. <laughs> oh, man. But but yes, no. It, but there's a lot of different things. that I mean, yeah. people talk about technology in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of different things you can talk about with it. Um, so we're, we're going to kind of touch on some of that stuff today. Um, and I mean... The ironic thing is, if it were not for technology, this podcast wouldn't exist. Yeah, true. So, 
Yeah, you, there you is. You can't that. talk down on it too much. Yeah, I mean, no. And also, if that for that matter, if technology didn't exist, my job wouldn't exist. Yeah, true. In some ways, your job wouldn't exist either. Yeah. Uh, although cars, until maybe the past, what, what would you say? Maybe the past thirty years. Mm. Like once computers and microchips started becoming pervasive. I would pervasive, say probably the early eighties is, is when you start seeing like computers. So and probably cars. about forty years. Really? Wow. Yeah. Early yeah, cause 80s? You, I wouldn't yeah, because you you started seeing some uh, electronic ignitions and stuff like spark, sure, as opposed yeah. to carburetors and um, you know your uh, well, like in terms of like utilizing electricity. As yeah, one but thing, electronic but like, spark time, as in like a computer's controlling. Oh, I see. Okay. The you know the ignition and things like that. I mean, you you're turn using the key sensors. and it actually. Yeah, because before, I mean, you were using, you know, points and condensers and you're using carburetors and things like that, where it was actually using the engine itself. And it was just very basic. It's very rudimentary. Mm. Um, that's why everyone says, like, they wish that they could go back to the time where they could. Oh, yeah, but it's it's a nice it's an 80. It's an 82 because you can still work on it. You know, you say, I can still do all the engine work myself. It's like, well, yeah, you can basically do the same thing today. It's just you need a scanner. <laughs> you need to be able to reprogram. You need to be able to do things like that to a car today just because of the amount of technology in it. That's the controlling. Of programming in it. Programming sensors, you know. Uh, Little chips and stuff that basically everything. run yeah. like a computer inside yeah. the car. Exactly. Some of these cars are ridiculous. You pop open the hood and you're like. <laughs> yeah, some of them. Where in, is yeah, in fact, anything I would recognize? Uh, Ferrari. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Ferrari. Um, they put, I may be incorrect on the location, but I believe they put the battery underneath the passenger seat or underneath the uh, back seat, or there aren't usually back seats in there, but uh, somewhere somewhere in the car, like in the center of the car or something like that, and they basically hide the battery in a compartment that you can't unlock without a special key, and they only want the dealer to replace batteries. They don't what? want the customer replacing batteries because it's too much of a liability. What? Yeah. That's actually crazy. I I and, know when yeah. we um we got Priuses for Geek Squad a few years ago and uh my my boss hadn't driven his for a couple of weeks. He had gone on vacation or something and he came back and the battery was dead. And so he just needed to jump it cuz it you know, it's like those Priuses they're like hybrid so they they the engine charges the battery and everything. And so he went, went to go jump it. Well, you, you can't get to the battery in under the hood. You have to use these two contacts that are like down where you would normally pop the hood. It's like underneath the dash on the driver's side. There was like a little compartment that you open up and there's like two like little contacts that you touch it to in there to jump it instead. And he was like, I had no idea how to find it. I literally had to pull out the manual to find out how to jump this car because it doesn't work the same way. Yeah. That's just advancements in technology in general. I think more of what we're talking about is screens. Yeah. And the fact that like we have screens everywhere, everywhere all the time. We literally have what? Five of them right now. So currently we have, I have a laptop and a phone. I've got, a laptop, a tablet, and a phone. And so, I mean, yeah, we have all these screens, yeah. even just in our general vicinity right here. But 
beyond that, everything we do is on a screen now. I mean, we're constantly connected. And I mean, I know for me, (laughs) okay. So I had a, I had like one of those, um, one of those like screen time apps. Well, it's, it's the, it's the one that's built into the Apple stuff. You know, you can tell it like put a limit on how much time I spend on social media. And then once you get to the end of your time limit, it'll pop up on the screen. It'll say you've reached your time limit and then you can just hit, okay. And then it'll close the app and you're done for the day. That's it. Or you can tell it, ignore this. And then it'll ask you, do you want to ignore it for an hour? Or Mm. it says like, do you want like five more minutes? Do you want an hour? Or do you want to ignore it for the day? It used to be like for, I mean, I used it for probably like three months or something like that. (laughs) I would get to the end of using Instagram all day or whatever. I I had it set for like two hours because I'm like two hours on Instagram is like a long time. I was hitting that limit almost every day. And sometimes it was like there was still a lot of day left. Damn. And so sometimes I would say, all right, I'm I'm just not going to do it. And then other days I would I would go, all right, I'm going to ignore it so I can keep using this for the rest of the day or whatever. Yeah. Um and it does it for all of your social media apps. So it would do it for Twitter or do it for Facebook. Like I don't use Facebook on my phone anymore, but it would do it for all of that stuff and so uh I would have to find a way to you know cuz sometimes that's communication too. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't get any notifications from Instagram if someone DM'd me or something like that. I wouldn't get any of those notifications for the rest of the day either cuz it's basically like stop staring at your phone. Yeah. Those were parameters that I set. Right. And I think that's part of the problem is you know we're getting to the point now where we're having to ask ourselves like do we need to police ourselves in how much time we spend looking at these screens and stuff? Is it healthy for us to be spending so much time on it? There are people who say, Hey, this is the way the world is going. That's just the way it is. Business and life are, are done in a virtual environment. Now, you know, connection happens on social media applications and so i don't know i mean i think it uh no i think i think we do have to limit ourselves i i just looked uh while you're while you're talking about that i looked at my screen time and um it's funny because uh i used to sit i mean dude i used to be upwards of like eight or nine hours uh, a day granted that also depended on a work day how busy i was it you know because it'll count like even if i because there are times where like i'll have a show playing and i'm not watching the show i'm like doing stuff like even at work you know i might just have it like i'll have my phone plugged in in my office playing like the office through my speaker and i'm just listening to it while i'm working well that's counting as screen time so but it's not, not always really on and it, I'm not yeah. on my phone. I'm just listening to it for a few, but either way, like right now today I'm at four hours and 55 minutes, which I feel like is pretty good. We're That's, almost the same dude. I'm at, I'm at five hours and 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So about the same. So 
which I feel is actually pretty good considering that I used to have an average of seven or eight hours. Now, I it's funny because I have more recently within the last probably three months. No, I would say probably within the last two months, I've decided I need to read more just in general, just try to read more. And so I'm finding that in my spare time, I'm and I don't use my laptop or anything. So pretty much any of my screen time on my phone is pretty much the only screen time that I have other than my work computer, which is I'm usually working. I don't do anything else on that other than that. Um, but like my TV isn't on here. Like I don't ever use my TV. Um, and I try to find, and I find that now if I have like an hour or two where I just have dead time, I'll try to read instead. And I don't like reading. I've always hated reading, but I'm finding it more enjoyable as I'm doing it more and more. Yeah. And subsequently, it's cutting down on my screen time. Almost unintentionally. It wasn't because of the screen time. I just said, you know what? I need to do this. Sure. You know? Yeah. But I think in the back of my mind, I probably knew it was better for me to do that than to be on my phone all day, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think you kind of just have to be a little bit um, self-aware in what you're doing because I think the biggest, the biggest thing is when does it become an addiction? That's really, I think that's really what it is because I think yeah. the the actual content is not harmful. You know, I think it's, it's more so the fact, well, some, maybe sometimes it can be, you know, depending on what you're looking at on Instagram or something, you might be, you yeah. know, uh, we, t- you know, people talk all the time about how, uh, what you see on social media is not real life. And so if you're, constantly consuming stuff from social media you might be getting a warped perception of what life is for other people and start to think that maybe your life sucks because everybody seems so polished and perfect on their social media stuff and it's mostly just a lie yeah but um you know if you're if you're getting to the point where you just don't you start to feel uncomfortable if you go too long without looking at your phone uh, it might be time for a little bit of a detox. Might be time to you know take a couple days and and uh, spend some time away from it. Um, there's a lot of these. There's some celebrities and stuff that are going back to using dumb phones. They don't even want to have a smartphone. Dumb phone? Yeah, like they're using like basic phones. Oh, like, like that flip only phones? have like yeah, like flip phones and stuff. They only have oh. like calling and texting because um, they don't want to be staring at their screen. And so they, they need something to, so that people can contact them, but they don't True. really have. Yeah. That, well, yeah. So it's interesting. I, I actually looked it up. So if, so between ages eight and 12, so kids between the ages of eight and 12, what do you think their average screen time is per day? We're talking to be a lot. Eight year olds too, by the way. Like, yeah, but like, it seems like they're on their screen all the time. Yeah, but the fact that an eight-year-old even has a screen. We're at five hours, though. Okay, I'd say five hours. Yeah, they're at six. But, I mean, the fact that an eight-year-old, like an eight-year-old child has, like, a screen in front of them for that long. But think about how many kids probably come home from school and they're on their screen until dinner time. I know. Well, that's what... They get home from school at... Dude, 13 to Mm 17-year-olds? You know how long? Is it more? Yeah. Was it eight hours? Yeah, it's eight hours. Oh, my gosh. So between the ages of 13 and 17 years old, it says that the, the average, yeah, between men, male, female, it doesn't matter, it seems. 
um, eight hours. Dude, that means like if they go to school for eight to nine hours a day, think about that. When is this data from? Because here's uh, the thing. I don't know actually when the day. I think this was I uh, 2017, I want to say. Because like you you graduate graduated several years ago now. I graduated like 12 years ago now because I'm coming up on 30. Right. And like when we were in school, when I was in school, People didn't have smartphones yet for the most part, for one thing. And if you had a phone, most people had a phone by that point. If you had a phone, you could not have it out in class. You would get in trouble. These people like now, I think it's become so pervasive that kids just have their phone out in class like all day long. Yeah. So the teacher's just fighting for their attention because they're on their phone. And because it's just so difficult to try to manage that and so they could be on their phone for hours at a time while they're at school yeah but at that point that's true it's easy to rack up that time yeah but but still a lot of time on your phone and you're not and you're not at school doing what because yeah like i remember we we used to get it taken away and that was always do you see maybe this ah see i'm curious about this did you base or did your class overall based teachers on whether or not they took phones away or not no do you remember that see no, my didn't do that. i remember for some reason i remember like oh there are certain teachers that will take your phone away that teacher sucks like it was almost like they w- you know because it was just a lot of kids would have their phones out and like oh they don't care if you have your phone out in class that's awesome like they're they're a sweet teacher you know and like when i first went into college there were teachers that were still like, I don't want your phone out while you're in, you know, yeah. because it was still like, it's just pretty new for people to just have phones at that young of an age, Yeah, you know? Um, but in, in high school, it was like, don't have your phone out. Like you had to just do the texting under the desk if you were going to text. But at that point we weren't at unlimited texting yet. Yeah. Like when I, when we I, still had- <laughs> we had 300, we had 300 for the month shared between family. our family that's what we had that was what my so i would go had. over like every month and my my parents would throw a fit because i was costing them a bunch of money yeah that's back when you had to check yeah. like check your text numbers like how many texts you sent right by the way that data was from uh october of 2019 wow yeah so that i mean that makes sense i, so I feel like that makes sense because yeah so what was it that was 13 to 17 so 13 to 17 was eight hours does it go beyond that? Like, uh, I that that point it, it that? wouldn't be kids. I would have to look up. Let me see, like sure. what adults. Because yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, well, like for me, I have a smartphone for work, and I have to use it all day long because I have to. I use it for my route to go from one job to the next and stuff like that. So I kind of have to have my smartphone ready to go. I use the GPS to get from place to place. Right. What does it say? Dude, I I call bullshit on this. I feel like either the adults are lying, but dude, it says that the average adult spends two hours and fifty five minutes a day. The average adult? Yeah. No age range? Th- no. Three hours. If it's a if okay, well that's just skewed data in my opinion, because if it's no age range, well, like people over the age of sixty they spend almost no time on their phone. 
because they right. don't even a lot so many of them don't even have a phone you know or like people who are even over 40 they probably spend a lot less time on their phone because they don't care you know like yeah. they, they don't have time to be doing that kind of stuff they have like established jobs and everything that they got to worry about it just says that their data was uh do, 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 normalized uh 18 yeah u.s population ages 18 and older so who knows who but the thing but like i said though too is that they're asking you know they you know adults could have easily been like oh three hours a day you know right. when instead like i'm looking at what my phone's recording and it's saying that i'm spending five hours a day on my phone <laughs> right. again like i said there's that's screen time, which is just my phone. Like, dude, I was doing dishes for 45 minutes while well, cleaning my apartment. I should say for like 45 minutes today, I mm-hmm. had the office playing on my phone. Right. So like 45 minutes of that. So like four hours of that for sure. Or yeah, I'm sorry. Cause I was at four hours and 55 minutes. So, you know, take off like 45 minutes or so. Well, it breaks it down too. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. And that's about right. Cause I have, I have a decent amount of entertainment. I have a feeling that this is the kind of topic that could just end up being so long because we could talk about so many different things with it. We really could. I have a buddy who has a piece of tape over the camera on his phone. On his phone? On his phone. Damn. Because he's worried about, he, you know, and <laughs> I think just about anybody, if they read enough conspiracy theories they're going to end up with a piece of tape over their their camera on their phone and their computer and their tablet and everything. I mean, I got like three cameras staring at me right now. Um, True. None of them are recording as far as I know. But Listen up, NSA. <laughs> <laughs> FBI guy. FBI. <laughs> Don't you move. <laughs> they're on to us. Yeah, dude. I mean, it could be something where, I mean, we you know, we could talk about how many conspiracies there are like around how, I mean, the privacy thing is a whole other aspect of it. You know, dude, I mean, that's a whole other thing. It's like, at what point do you just go like, all right, my house is part robot (laughs) because there's so many automated things going on inside my house that are connected to the Wi-Fi, to the Wi-Fi that to the Wi-Fi that, uh, it's you know if somebody hacked my house there'd be all kinds of crazy shit going on yeah we have we have those um but at the same time there's so many good things about it yeah we got those hue lights that those you can they change sweet. color you can so we have them connected in with the the alexa so you can tell it you know hey you know alexa turn the living room lights on turn the living room lights off dim them to 20% change them to red, change them to blue, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And so <laughs> we just like, don't use light switches anymore. <laughs> we just like tell Alexa, like tell it, turn yeah. the lights on. And we like walk into a room and we're like, turn the bedroom lights on. And she just turned all the lights, just turn on. It's kind of, it feels really futuristic. That's actually kind of cool. I, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't have one, so I can't really like relate to that personally. Like, but that would seem pretty pretty sweet to be able to do it's cool we, we also have the nest thermostat oh, which yeah. is uh which is also connected in with the wi-fi and with alexa 
So we could be like, Alexa, set the temperature to 70 or whatever. Or like, Alexa, turn the temperature down one degree and it'll change the thermostat down. It'll like adjust the thermostat. So then if it's like, oh, we want the heat to kick on, we like bump up the the temperature by one degree or whatever. And so it kicks on. Can you imagine if you went back a hundred years to, you know, 1920 and said, Hey, um, from the future, uh, this is like how we do things. And you're just like, and you said that story, just that you said, I walk into a, first of all, I walk into a room and I tell the lights to turn on. It'd be like, okay. But like, you don't have to touch the switch or anything. No, no yeah. switches. You just tell it. You just tell, but what do you tell? It's this little box. Don't worry about it. Just I'll explain. And then, and then they're like, you're like, what? And then, and then, and then you're like, well, hold on though. You know how like you're still using like shitty air conditioning and heat or whatever. I don't know what, what would they use in the 1920s? Did they have air conditioning? That might be a completely stupid question, but I don't know like how they would. I don't think they had the air. I don't think they had air conditioning back then. I think they were literally. Was it just swamp? Like that kind of, you know, where you have like filters over fans and stuff. I mean, because it was in it was that was that was after the industrial revolution. So I mean, they had to have had. I don't know. I don't know. Nineteen twenties. I'm gonna look it up right now. When was but, anyway? So regardless, so let's just say they let's even say that they had that stuff. Okay, let's say they had air conditioning, heat, all that stuff, but they had to control it, obviously. But you tell them, oh, I can just say, you know, Alexa, turn the thermostat to seventy degrees. And it did it. Dude, they would think you're a freaking wizard or some sorcerer, you know? I mean, how crazy is that to think about how far we've come in a hundred years? And I don't, and it just makes me think of this meme that I've seen. And it's like, um, I think it's actually like, was originally like a drawing of like, like Jesus, like talking to some people, but then it's like a replacement of like, uh, just like a drawing of like a dude like just like a regular dude like he looks like he's from like today and it like at the top it's like i would love to go back to uh like old times to like go back to the past and uh be able to share people uh, share knowledge from the future with people so they think i'm a genius and then like in the thing it's like somebody being like so how does this electricity work and the guy's just like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just because that's exactly how it'd be right you'd yeah. go back and you'd be like hello everyone i'm from the future i know about things like electricity i could power this entire city with light and energy because i know about electricity and they're like cool how does it work so I'm not an electrician. Well, like I don't actually do it, and I'm not a scientist. You, no, like like someone someone. I do work at a subway, so I know how to make sandwiches. And they're like, "We already fucking know how to make sandwiches, you dumbass." So you're like, someone like, huh. I just, I just picture like a group of like fifty people, and the one closest to you is the one that says it, and you just see him like lean down, and they're like, "Hey, hey, by the way, shut the fuck up." Like, I don't I don't actually know how electricity works. Okay. <laughs> Like I'm not, I don't actually know how. Okay, sorry, sorry everyone. I just like, no, shut the fuck up. Like, dude, 
I don't so know you how don't know how it works yeah. and then he keeps asking questions but like what's a light bulb hey what, the, what did i tell you <laughs> he just keeps just hey stop raining on my parade yeah that's how it would work dude like it we think we know but we, we don't like, know anything yeah we think we, we know all born this. into all this yeah, stuff, we, we, so. yeah well that's but see that's my point though is like we were born into that's kind of like that alexa thing is like we were born into this day and age where this is normal for us and and the advancements in technology kind of just flow naturally with what we expect we want the new thing we want the better thing we want the phone to do the next best thing whereas the older generations than us, you know, the, the grand, our grandparents and stuff like that, they don't want it to advance, but we're going, dude, give us the next best thing. Give us the next thing that makes it like, you know, I want my phone to look like a hologram, you know, sitting up top, you know, yeah. like it, it projects up and I can like move, you know, like Iron Man, you know, like how he does yeah, the Iron right. Man movie. You, know, you yeah. move something to the trash can, throws it away, you yeah. know, whatever. That's what I want. You know, whereas old people are like, screw that dude. Like I don't want any of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's true. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's just kind of, that's just kind of the movement of time. But I think we, we still are kind of part of that generation that was um, still going outside and playing all the time. Yeah. You know, like born in the nineties, you, you're, we didn't have a computer in our house until I was, I don't know, seven or eight years old. Um, and so before that, I mean, it was like, we had TV, you could watch TV. Uh, but if dad was watching TV, then we did have video games, but, but again, we had one TV in our house. They were more of a novelty though. Like you, and, and it was more of like, you would hang out with your friends and play video games. It wasn't, you wouldn't like sit in your house alone by yourself for 15 hours a day and play video games by yourself like that's but that's what it is now like now it's an online community where that's but yeah you can back connect back with when, people across the world and yeah. you don't even have to leave your house yeah. and you you can just spend all your but, time doing that and people make money doing it now right well like i remember when i was even in middle school i remember getting on my bike and riding down to my friend's house down the road and i would bring my my playstation controller my memory card and like a game and I would pedal down to his house and I'd go play the game at his house because that's how like, so then him and I would just sit down and we start, you know, call it whatever, you know, battlefront, you know, star Wars battlefront or whatever. And then I'd, you know, get it all, you know, but there wasn't like, Hey dude, let me hop online really quick and play with you for the next, you know, right. like we'll go in the same, whatever for 45 minutes and, and play a couple rounds and then we're done. You didn't do that. You, we had to pedal down to his house <laughs> And even then, it's yeah. funny because, like, I'm still, I mean, still talking about it. It sounds funny because I'm still talking about technology. Like, oh, I had to pedal my bike over to, like, to his house to play video games. But you it's know? just crazy how much stuff but has changed still, in the past, like, 20 yeah, years. Even then, it's changed how yeah. you play video games, which is weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but, it's nuts. Yeah, I think you're right, though. Like, this conversation could go so many different ways. And and go for hours, by the way. <laughs> I think we're probably gonna have to have a part two I think so. of this conversation where I we agree. where we really dive into um yeah. you know, some of the some of the ins and outs of I think the privacy thing would be super fun to hit. I think we save that for the next episode. Maybe. Or, or the next the next part of this episode, whenever yeah. that may be, you know, when we yeah. revisit it. 
because that's a super intriguing and almost borderline conspiracy. That might be there's oh there's super a ton fun. of conspiracies around that, so that would yeah, be fun to talk about. That would be fun. Um, and uh, I mean, you know, I work for the Geek Squad, man. I mean, there's a uh, I got a lot of stories that I could tell about technology stuff on the good side and the and the not and the well funny side really yeah just funny stuff so yeah man right well on. i i think uh we probably could wrap it up for today i agree uh thank you to uh highland park monkey shoulder glenn fittick for sitting on our <laughs> table and not sponsors but getting in our bellies just not sponsors just enjoying them though we should so, get some sponsors we, we should. should just do fake like sponsor spots like for like fake products or we should make merch and then we should use our sponsor time to talk about our own merch. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like, but before we get into that, we want to talk about whiskey boys, merch, <laughs> the, the moss boss shirts, the moss boss, the mossy bitch shirt, the mossy bitch shirt. But yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I definitely think there's going to be a part two to this episode. I think so, too. I think there's there's a lot there. Um, so thank you, too, Jason, for a uh, possible new segment. I like that. The uh, the fan mail. Yep. Assuming Doing we get fan it. Mail and, it's uh, going to be embarrassing if we don't get any fan mail because then it's going to be like, hey, whatever happened to that fan mail part? Oh, we didn't. Uh, we'll just make it up, dude. We, but, <laughs> you won't know. All of the fan mail will be from us, dude. <laughs> It's like, just oh look at questions we, we want to ask ourselves. through about a hundred fan mails Man, from today. Our but, DMs. Uh, let's Y'all. pick one here. Um, which uh, whiskey boy is more handsome, Shane or John? I think it's Shane. Okay, well let's talk about that. All right. No idea who that came from, but wait, uh, wait, wait. So the fan an- asked the question and answered it and then also answered it at the what same the, time. how much whiskey have you had that doesn't make any sense i mean you freaking nerd they might give their opinion what they just they ask a question and answer it and then we just <laughs> respond <laughs> like one way or another dude there's just gonna be definitely. sliding into our dms <laughs> that's a thing that people say it is because of because you know because of the technology That'll do it.